0: Hello! And welcome back to Nonsense Review. Once again, today we are doing a bonus episode for y'all because we just love doing this so much, isn't that right, Rick?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. This is one that we suggested very early on in the production schedule. A comparison between old and new.
0: Uh, yeah. So to, to sum things up, because you guys may have already noticed that these bonus episodes are a bit weird. Essentially, when we decided to do the idea, we, we were just like, well, what should we do for bonus episodes? Because there's got to be some kind of linking theme. And that's like sod it. Why don't we make the um, linking thing be, it's all experimental ideas that we sort of have, like, we're not sure if it's good, it's probably going to be very hit and miss, but it's a bit of fun, it's a bit of crack.
1: Yeah, so a lot of the ones that were on the table for this idea were, uh, were far too long for a bonus episode, but we settled on one that was going to be suitable, and ideally, we hope that you'll enjoy it, because this is going to be near and dear to some people's hearts, to some other people it'll be completely over the radar, under the radar, around the radar, sod the radar, basically.
0: Well, let's tell it how it is as well. It's also um, British as fuck Oh it definitely is Got Dale Boy as the main character in the old school one Yeah he is (laughs) Anyway, before we get on with the actual bulk meat of the podcast, uh, we introduced a new segment to our bonus episodes. Uh, do you remember what it was called, Rick?
1: Oh, it was the nonsense asinine hypotheticals.
0: I think we're going to be adding a word every time we say it. We might be doing so, yeah. But yes, my question for you this episode, Rick, is a nice and simple one and kind of related to what I was talking to you while I was waiting for the podcast space to be free. As you may or may not remember, I did a little bit of D&D prep before we met today. So my question is thus. Out of the vanilla D and D classes. Which is your favourite? Be that let's say let's say uh, law wise rather than stat wise.
1: Okay, so lore wise, I think it's probably warlock because it's the one way to actually play a um, a villainous kind of class as a hero. Okay. In terms of the baggage, I'd say that Pally is the one because I used to really hate Pally, but the the moment that they took away the the necessity of being tied to a god or something, that made me want to look into the gods and uh, actually care about the lore and things like that. I see where
0: you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I've never actually played a paladin like shit. I've barely played a cleric. I'm rather boring when it comes to D&D characters. That's why I tend to DM. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my question for you is uh, also a little something that we... There's a little something related to what we were talking about earlier. What's your favourite bullshit off-brand name?
0: Oh, that's um, that's tricky, that is. I know, right? Okay, I've got one. When I was younger and poorer... I'm not rich, by the way, now, guys, but I'm less poor than I was, because I can work now. Uh, <laughs> shock of that. Uh, my parents used... I used to... I still love Dr. Pepper. Love the fuck out of it. My parents couldn't afford to buy Dr. Pepper every week, because it was a luxury let's be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. So they used to get me the occasional bottle of Dr. Pop. Ah yes. I can't remember which store it was. I want to say it was Sainsbury's or even Safeways because this is how long ago it was. Uh, Off brand of Dr. Pepper. It didn't taste anything like Dr. Pepper because it had doctor in the name then it must be close enough right?
1: <laughs> I'm doing the thing where I'm nodding because I, I vaguely remember it. It's uh,
0: it's not uh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. It tasted <laughs> nothing like the product it was taking the piss out of but I was. I wouldn't say respe- a respectful child but like I understand Enough to be like not ungrateful that I even got pot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good old uh, brown sugar water. Oh, that's the most.
0: You went for the grossest way you could word it. Uh, You're not wrong. Uh, You're not wrong. But yes, do you want to introduce the uh, bulk of the podcast?
1: Okay, so this is something that... uh, I was introduced to it by a coloring book that I found at a charity shop when I was five. And this is Danger Mouse. So this is something that was popular in the uh, 80s and was rerun in the 90s when when I came online and had consciousness. And um, very recently they did a reboot. I say very recently. In the past few years at least.
0: Dude, uh, according to Netflix
1: 2016. (laughs) Okay, uh, that's recently announced enough for uh, old people like myself
0: <laughs> but five years yeah but it's. I think it's still going I don't know if that's true or not but I'm not going to argue because I don't know
1: well if they missed last year then there's a very very real reason for it it's the uh, the one word that we can't say on YouTube otherwise we get uh, mucked around by the algorithm I don't think that's accurate but go on uh, maybe if we put it in the in the
0: podcast title or the description sure but why the fuck would I do that yeah the <laughs>
1: Heineken virus let's call it that
0: Behind, ooh, Okay. but yeah today we're watching Danger Mouse or rather we're comparing the two
1: yep we absolutely are. and we're going to jump straight in at, for ease of comparison at episode two, because that's when you're expected to know about the characters, but it's also early enough in the run that there might be teething troubles, and you might see them, but also the characters are already kind of established by this point, so we we thought it would be good, a fairness ratio.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Rick wanted to cherry pick episodes that were near and dear to his heart, isn't that right, Rick?
1: Well, I kind of, <laughs> oh, I've only ever watched one episode of the new one, and it's the one with the uh, American Danger Rat, well, I can't even remember her actual name. It's something like Agent Chaos or something. Which sounds li- sounds like a villain name, but she's uh, she's basically just an American grey danger mouse who's a lady and...
0: Uh, I see what you're saying. You're saying she's furry bait.
1: Yeah, well, not even. She's cartoon-shaped. They start off butting heads and, okay, she's Minnie Mouse shaped, not Jessica Rabbit shaped. I know enough people who want to fuck Minnie Mouse. That's the problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, let that sink in. Do you want to count us in, Rick, with that, <laughs> cheerful, uh, that cheerful note?
1: Yep, yeah, season one, episode two Who Stole the Bagpipe? So, three, two, one, and go. And I'm playing. Yep. Ah, good old, uh. Thames TV. Fuck
0: me. I've not seen this yo- logo in like. a thousand years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. So it's a good old, uh. A good old 80s opening credits where. They tell you how the uh The protagonist is the best and the best and the best and the best. I'm uh
0: I've always I don't know about you, Rick, but I've always been fond of the old over the top stylized cartoon bomb.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's one that you've never seen in real life. No. Like the closest, like the closest is thing like I- uh, oh go on. I was going to say, the closest I've ever got to seeing it in real life is seeing it in The Incredibles. Well, that doesn't count. I know, right?
0: <laughs> uh, the closest I've seen is when gunpowder was a, was a thing uh, in ancient China, because, hey, that's one of my things. Um, yeah. They used to um, load up clay um, balls that were sort of vaguely that shape.
1: Probably where it came from.
0: But, like Literally, they, they would lob them and they'd explode because, you know, it was, it was a makeshift bomb.
1: Okay, so it looks like the bagpipes are wild creatures.
0: Great. Oh, shit, that's horrifying. Oh, Mayfair, they can get fucked then, can't they? I didn't know Baker Street was in Mayfair. Uh, Well. It might be nearby, but... They just said that a call goes to Mayfair and then they zoomed in on Baker Street. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In case you're not sure, Baker Street is where Sherlock Holmes lives, by the way.
1: I think that's that's basically the joke.
0: Maybe so. But, like, Disney did the same fucking joke with, um... Basil. Yeah. Which I think they did better because that was a straight-up just Sherlock Holmes parody at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. I do love how, um... The danger-mobile is essentially just a yellow Batmobile.
0: I think they'd... (laughs) Wouldn't it have been great if it was a Reliant Robin?
1: (laughs) It would have been. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a good joke. Rustling bagpipes. Rustling them, sir? I thought you had to blow them.
0: So that's the big villain, if I recall correctly.
1: Yeah, it's the main villain. There, I think there are others, but like, when in doubt, it's Baron Greenbeck.
0: That that's fair. Sounds like David Jason's also the narrator, yeah.
1: I think he is. Yeah.
0: Oh, they're all Cockneys. That's what the joke is with the fucking gang, because Cockneys are common. Cockneys are all thieves, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Bastards. That's
1: that's (laughs) why they got Northerners flat caps on as well.
0: They want to hide their Cockney pride. Oh, except for that fuck who is Spanish. Si, barone. Oh, is there any worse, more grating noise than bagpipes? I mean. Sorry, Scots. I don't like bagpipes. Like it's weird because bagpipes can be very inspiring and very cool, make very cool music. Mm. When, but when you hear mm. the generic fucking, it's fucking awful.
1: Yeah, the generic drone. Like doing uh, two finger push-ups on his. Oh, one finger push-ups. It's not even a push-up, really. I don't know what that is. It's it's like a handstand push-up. No one does that.
0: Man, Danger Mouse was before it's time, because back then, heroes were meant to be pumping iron and lifting big weights, not being spry and fucking, you know, in out, in out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he's a dexterity hero. Mm, mm-hmm. And he's almost always putting Penfold at ease, because Penfold is... <laughs> I forgot that the, um, his cat was a caterpillar.
0: Do you know what, it didn't even twig, it just looked like a, a weird fucking... Like one of the uh, Amalgadons from uh, Undertale. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I fucked up that word, but you know what I mean, right?
1: Yeah, the Amalgamates, yeah. That's the one. Amalgadon is a Hearthstone card.
0: Let's not get into that, eh, Rick?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You fucking nerd! Which is is why I was uh, surprised that you brought it up.
0: Well, I didn't bring it up, I just fucked up the word.
1: It's fine, it's fine.
0: Yeah, bastard.
1: Now here goes the the fake Loch Ness Monster.
0: Man, that's some real dramatic music too. That looked like a fucking Japan scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Ghibli of London.
0: No need to go to Japan, just go to Scotland. It's the same thing, right? I mean, the people don't speak English there either. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was rude. <laughs> Why spoil the plot, you fuck?
1: Because it's an 11 minute episode.
0: Ah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> it's not that high, Mouse. He's also an owl. Yeah. He can fly. I
1: think he's, um, he might be flight impaired since he's wearing a sweater. Okay, so it's it's a really weird thing to bring up, but I actually really appreciate the um, the perspective of when you see DM, DM from behind and it's like his his ears are both pointing backwards.
0: I, I honestly like I, I get what you're saying, but I didn't see it because I wasn't paying as much attention to your uh, to the cartoon. Uh,
1: <laughs> Naked vultures.
0: Damn. Oh yeah, okay, that is quite the dastardly plot, isn't it? Oh boy. This is some King K rule shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they probably get on pretty well.
0: King K rule is uh, definitely more intimidating. Uh...
1: True, true. But yeah, co- collects all of the uh, wild bag-pips. Bag-peeps? <laughs> <And> bagpipes, bagpipes, <laughs> bagpipes, and. Uh... <laughs> Oh, Penfold's in a permanent state of shushness.
0: I want him to not talk for the rest of the episode. Well, that was a fucking lie.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is this
0: caterpillar called
1: Nero? I think it is, yeah.
0: Weirdly classy name. Hmm. Dude, the design of this dude does emanate fucking Cockney Crime Boss
1: or generic bond villain
0: which was also probably a cockney crime boss yeah <laughs> yeah dude i i don't you know me i don't give a fuck about james bond i've i've not sat through a, a movie cuz i don't i'm not interested in spy shit mhm i have seen the clip of um 006 when he was played by Sean bean There's there's a few actors, folks, by the way, who I just adore, and straight up, like, if they're in something, I'll watch it, because they're just that good. Sean Bean, Mads Mikkelsen, and there's some other guy whose name escapes me right at this moment, because I'm not currently thinking about them, but,
1: you know. (laughs) Uh, Penfold's allergic to falling bridges.
0: It's like Jeremy Clarkson whenever he says he's allergic to work, and it's like, shut the fuck up, you prick.
1: (laughs) But yeah, the, the one with Sean Bean... It was the first one with Pierce Brosnan, and it was the first Bond film that released while I was, you know, semi-conscious, as far as I'm aware. Yep, I get you. Yeah, it was like 10 or 11 or something. Oh. Fuck off. I know, right?
0: <laughs> Do you ever get the backstory onto why he's missing an eye, or is it literally just for coolness Factor?
1: I don't know if he is missing an eye. I think he's actually got one under the, underneath, and he's just, oh, oh, it's triangulating. How did that happen? It triangulated around the, uh, around the mountain range, so, back into the device, so...
0: Well, here's the problem I have now with this episode, in that That entire episode, Danger Mouse didn't need to be involved. Correct. That's. uh, It's not stupid, it's fine, but it's something I hate.
1: A self-disposing villain.
0: Well, it's like everyone always brings up Indiana Jones, the one with the Nazi. Well, I think they all have Nazis in, actually, I can't remember. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think, is the one I'm speaking of, where they get to the Ark of the Covenant and he opens it up and he dies, and it's like, cool. Indiana Jones could have not been involved and that would have happened anyway. Yep. I, I don't like Indiana Jones either, by the way. David Jason, Terry Scott, Edward Kelsey, and Brian Truman. Four voices in the entire fucking episode. Yep. I'm not watching the next episode. I'm going to back out. Sorry, you're going to hear me clicky-clicking as I set up the next episode, guys.
1: Um, <laughs> but yeah, what did you think? I liked it. It was a nice bit of uh, camp old fun that was poking fun at camp old spy stuff. So by this point, um, a lot of the old James Bond was already old by that point, so they were able to poke fun at that very easily. Like, the car, it looks a bit dated by modern standards, but by that, by their, um, by that yardstick, it was kind of... It was a weird mix of the cutting edge of cool and old also kind of dated and you know by design. Oh, I get you. So it's 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 a cool little uh combination of the two.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh I mean
1: How how about you?
0: It's one of those weird ones where as a, watching that on its own now from 2021, I it it was shit. Uh, <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, but if you t- a little bit. But if you take that away, you've got to remember it's a classic British cartoon, and the art style is something I've not seen in a long time. And by that merit alone, yeah, I've kind of got a soft spot for it. Like I didn't enjoy the episode, but like it felt like I was ten watching a cartoon, which is always a good <laughs> feeling to have. So essentially, if you're watching this brand new, it's probably going to be shit. But if you're watching it with nostalgia goggles, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Have you got the next episode queued up, Rick?
1: Pretty close. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, I've got it available. I might be uh, a third of a second behind. As it uh, as it loads, but
0: uh, no, that's fine. I haven't I haven't pressed play yet. I'm, I'm just uh, basically let's find out if we get the same fuzzies from the reboot. With uh, we've, we're going for series one, episode two, danger at sea level for the modern Danger Mouse.
1: Yeah, this is after the yeah, this is after they changed the, change the uh, voice actor to Richard Alexander because David Jason's getting on a bit. I thought his name was Alexander Armstrong. Oh, no, oh, absolutely, Alexander Armstrong. Who's Richard Alexander? Is he a fucking car salesman?
0: I haven't got a fucking clue who I haven't got a clue who you're on <laughs> about, <mate. Like. laughs> i'm just like what the fuck's he got is is his real name richard alexander armstrong i've never heard him called richard alexander armstrong what the fuck
1: i might be fucking um conflating him with richard osman
0: you know what uh, yeah you know what that is his co-host on the thing i'm gonna uh, you count us sin. count us in
1: yeah okay three two one and go and i'm playing there we are oh
0: i don't like the new logo
1: Okay, so the uh, the new credits evoke the old ones to a to a generic degree. He's got more gadgets now, it seems.
0: I mean that's fair. I like how they haven't changed the theme overly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they've just given it a bit of an update. They've not changed the lyrics or anything.
1: Hmm. Talk... They even have the old bomb.
0: They do. If uh, if I type Richard Alexander into Google, it's a British actor, but it, t- it tells me a bunch of things he's been in, and I've not heard of any of them. He <laughs> was in the University of Bradford, so maybe you-, you fucking saw his picture there or something. Possible. I'll be honest with you, I, I feel like um, Armstrong's performance is a bit uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but like it feels more actiony. It feels like he's more into it. Mhm, mhm. Because when I'm when I'm listening to J- David Jason as Danger Mouse, I'm hearing David Jason.
1: Yeah, Armstrong is playing a part. Jason was being, being Jason. himself.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. There you go. You hit the nail on the head. That's a bit of a dick move.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's also very possible that Alexander Armstrong was a fan when he was a kid.
0: I think he even, uh, I think he even said as much when he got cast. Yeah, fair enough. But potentially, I don't know, it's, it's been a while. Also, I thought this fuck was a mole, but he just said he's a hamster.
1: I thought he was a mole as well. Ah, they've now got a hologram for Colonel K.
0: That makes sense. What the fuck?
1: Captain Pete's Funtime Pier.
0: Do you see the crippled seagull? Yep. 100 years since the last safety checks. So that's fucking great.
1: <laughs> and they're celebrating it as well.
0: <laughs> I fucking hate cruises. I hate the concept. It's such a lazy way of travelling the world.
1: Yeah, being trapped in oh, a boat.
0: Oh, and Danger Mouse agrees. Great. <laughs>
1: Oh, and all he's doing is playing on his Game Boy.
0: Oh, that's the fucking problem, innit? Yeah. Like, when I. Like, the only proper holiday I've had in my life is that trip to Japan, right? Yeah, I didn't take my Switch, my video game console with me. I'm like, I'm not fucking touching this thing. Bit of a mistake, so I was bored as shit at night time. Uh, <laughs> but the only time I had my phone and used my phone was on the flights. Yeah, Because they told me I could, because I was under the impression that I wouldn't be allowed to. Uh, before I went, but then I went, and they were like, oh, just put your phone in airplane mode, it's fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. What is this weird fucking creak? What is it with this game? Uh, this game, fuck. It's um, <laughs> a uh, show, and using weird fucking amalgamates.
1: I don't know. <laughs> Look <at> guest, Colonel. <laughs>
0: That was a mime, nothing lost.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The kids think it's great, yeah.
0: Oh, I've seen enough hentai to know what's going on there. Oh, wow. I wonder if that was on purpose.
1: Tentacle toilet monsters, no.
0: (laughs) Spam chops. He sounds like an old Italian man now. Yeah. Less evil Cockney, more typical mob boss. Oh, that's a dig at YouTube.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck? That's Danger a... mackerel. That's great. Oh, he's a bit shit, isn't he? Oh.
1: Yeah, he got hit by a whale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a that's a fucking British gag Yeah Oh I love how the Queen's a corgi
1: Yeah the Queen is a corgi it's great That's a, that's a good gag I think you might actually meet her at some point in this series Great
0: Go fuck yourself old man
1: And the good thing about the Queen being immortal Is it'll be the same Queen in the previous series as well
0: Did we see the Queen in the previous series? I don't know. I don't think we did. Okay, the eye patch appears to be actually useful as a t- tech tool now, as opposed to just being a gag.
1: Yeah, it's a scouter.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, DM, what's his power level? <laughs> oh, is that his, his name? Stiletto, I'm guessing. Yeah,
1: the 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 mob uh, the mob goon is uh, Stiletto. The Cibarone guy. (laughs) The Spaniard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. They're a bit all over
0: the bloody place with his accent. Yep, yep. Seems to depend whichever sentence is currently being said depends on what nationality he's he's taking the piss of.
1: Absolutely. Hamhead Prawnopus.
0: Why would you put the prawn in there? hammerhead shark octopus I get, but prawn I
1: think it's just to be uh to be more of a um mutant
0: I guess so, but it's a bit shit yep, yep dude this is some general grievous shit. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck was that? Something in my my house is breaking.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh boy.
0: Uh well, actually my walls are fucking super thin, so it could might not even be my house, it might be one of the ones either side of me. Sorry, <laughs> I got distracted by the houses falling apart, guys. Apologies. Now I have to leave the noise in so people will know I'm not crazy. <laughs>
1: Inflatable danger trunks. (laughs) It looks like 80s parachute pants.
0: You're not even wrong. Yep, he's definitely a hamster now. Looks like it. What the fuck is that accent meant to be?
1: Man, I think he's gone kind of back to Cockney.
0: Oi, mate, give us some water! Danger Sub, headed this way! You fucking went Schwarzenegger with it for some reason.
1: (laughs) Danger Sub, headed this way! No! No!
0: You know, he's never made that fucking noise, but everyone does it. I know,
1: right? Everyone does it,
0: yeah. Dude, you could totally make like a Crash Bandicoot esque game out of Danger Mouse. Probably. I don't know.
1: He's all over the place and all. You know what? After this, I will be searching to see if there is a Danger Mouse game.
0: I don't think there is. Like, I, it, it feels like if there was, it would be on the DS or a Game Boy.
1: Yeah. Why has the shark got big old lips?
0: I wasn't even paying attention. I was thinking of the Game Boy. <laughs> I missed the Game Boy.
1: Look is at that. chippy sh- Why does he need an escape pod?
0: Fuck friendship, the world shouldn't end. (laughs) 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 This is rather dire. You cannot play a game like that. I know, right? It bugs me because everyone... it's, It's a plot point in loads of kids' shows, and that is, if we work together, we'll beat it. And it's like, sure, that's fine, I get that, but you can't fucking have two people on one controller. Mm-hmm. Bollocks. Fuck off. That would be the coolest <laughs> but shittest gimmick of a video. Congratulations, you beat the video game, it's now an action figure. Yeah. Oh, cool, great, that's just what I wanted. It'd be a cool gimmick once and if the video game was very shit.
1: What? Ah, uh, the Ambigonator.
0: This feels like it was animated by the same crew that did Teen Titans
1: Go. Uh, probably not. Well, that's cute. Aw. Oh, Danger Mouse with Penfold's glasses and Penfold with Danger Mouse's iPad. But you know what?
0: I hadn't even noticed.
1: <laughs> I'm not scratching your bottom for your Penfold. Oh, he got the. He's gonna burp out of Danger Haddock or whatever his name.
0: And now he's gonna eat them. No, okay.
1: Oh, he just belly flops them.
0: Who's that talking? Cause I recognise that voice. Stephen Fry was in that.
1: He might be Baron Greenback.
0: that's actually disappointing because I respect Stephen Fry quite a bit and it's depressing to think that he was all over the place with his voice acting
1: I mean he's also Pocoyo Pocoyo? oh yeah fuck yeah
0: yeah yeah. but I've never watched that because it's literally a show for babies
1: yeah a a show for babies where the main character just aggressively dabs whenever something good happens that's fucking great
0: (laughs) I remember in Little Big Planet 2 where the villain was played by Hugh Laurie and the narrator was Stephen Fry, and I just I just melted for like five minutes. I was just like, oh, they're back, they're back together, sort of, but not really.
1: I had the Vita version of Little Big Planet and I never played it. It just came with my um, pre-owned Vita when I bought it.
0: It's one of those games, Little Big Planet, that seems to be very, very hardcore marmite. In that people either adore the shit out of it or just like as ah, trash. I'm in the I'm in the I'm I'm on the trash side of things. I don't think it's a good game. Like. I get the concept, it's kind of neat, but it's not for me. Yeah,
1: it's like Mario Maker before Mario Maker. Like a uh, a create-your-own-course extravaganza where you can dress up your potato ladder as Sephiroth for an extra two quid.
0: That's that's where the problem comes in, is like they got hyper-aggressive with the DLC near the end. Mm. They were like, we could fucking milk this. And I don't even blame people for milking stuff, especially in, in, in the format of, um, like, hey, if you give us a buck, you can dress your things up like the Avengers. That's not as egregious as loot boxes or RNG based purchases but it's still kind of scummy. Then
1: again like individual purchases are also a bit scummy. Like have you looked at Dead or Alive? Okay. There used to be a like a £10 upgrade to get the bonus disc that had like 15 more costumes and now it's like two fifty per costume.
0: Okay here's the thing is I've never cared about Dead or Alive but I remember the controversy that was the last Dead or Alive game where there was 275 pizzas of DLC at 5 bucks a pop and they were all costumes. Yep, 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 yep. yep. But at the same time, fuck you, you're clearly a creepy anime weeaboo if you're paying for that shit.
1: Oh yeah, there's the completionist aspect as well, so like, you see these costumes, you can see the um... The previews on them. So it's like, do you cave to reason and not buy it, or do you cave to the completionist and catch them all? But You
0: see, I'd argue that's not completionist thinking, but on the on the, on the same side of things, it is quite clearly targeting people who have some forms of mental illnesses, shall we say. Like, nothing quite as debilitating as, like, I, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but, like, it's not severe mental illness, but everyone's got those mental ticks inside them that's like, I want the thing.
1: Like, there's um probably a land of itself, but um, there's a story of someone who went homeless so they could simp for uh, some Twitch streamer.
0: That's like when a nice guy snaps. No, that's not even the right way because nice guys are a different thing, but it's always sad to see because it's quite clearly someone who is lonely.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a nice guy in a death spiral rather than a nice guy going postal. Well,
0: here's, the, here's why I don't like using the term nice guy, because nice guy's are a very certain specific type of person. It's the type of person who will go up to a girl, buy them a drink, and be like, cool, you now have to sleep with me, because I bought you a drink. And it's like, no, that's not how the world works.
1: <laughs> yeah, they insert kindness coins and expect sex to fall out. And
0: then when they don't get the sex, they go, fine, I didn't like you anyway. And it's, oh, it, it really sucks. It's really, it's really disgusting behaviour and it makes me, it makes me physically cringe whenever you hear stories which are, you know are 100% true, because you know people who act like that. You tell that person to stay away from you and your, and your significant others. Never
1: come can- near me or my son ever again.
0: But yeah, shall we go get, get slightly back on track, shall we? Uh, what did you think of the new
1: Danger Mouse? Okay, so I think we brought it up during the episode, but I actually do really dig uh, Alexander Armstrong's voice for it. The villains were a bit all over the place with the voices, as we also brought up, but like, I think they pretty much nailed the the feel of bullshit Baron Greenback plots, and they seem to have pretty much na- nailed the, the feel of bullshit plots and bullshit solutions to said plots. Well, I, While also juggling Penfold's feelings, I, I don't think it was quite as much of a thing in the original series, but it might have been like after episode two.
0: But, but here's here's the thing though: the original series was the '80s, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, men don't have feelings. <laughs> that, that's
1: what the '80s well, was. Except Penfold, like even in the first ep- even in the episode that we watched, uh, episode two, he was already like playing saxophone, and DM had like some fluff in his ears, so he didn't have to listen to it. So he was like he was tolerating it, but on his own terms. But that's not that's not
0: the person that d- displaying emotions. That's a skill or talent that the manly man has made if you're not a, if you're not a manly man in the 80s fucking you're shit out of luck
1: yeah yeah
0: uh, that's so sad i can't believe it's only been like what 40 years it's like fucking it, you turned into bloody um disturbed there oh, <laughs> 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 uh but no the, when we go back to 80s and 90s cartoons they are not steven universe you are not allowed to be emotional as a man character and if you are emotional as a man character, you will get ridiculed in the media for being emotional.
1: Whereas with Steven Universe, one of the drinking games is whenever a character cries, take a shot. And uh, at the end of the season, go for your liver bumping.
0: Here's a new d- drinking game for all of you: take a shot every time you hear Rick mention that fact. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, if I had a nickel for every time Rick mentioned it, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's a weird. It's weird that he did it twice.
1: <laughs> yeah, but once of it was off, was once of it off stream. It was, was like, it, stream. it was
0: on stream when I was talking about Greg, and I said how. Greg, it's nice to see a, a, a male character show a bit of emotion. And then you went on. That was in the very first episode, Rick. <laughs> Shit. <to laughs> bed. Okay,
1: well, that was a month ago. Okay. <laughs> Don't take the episode. Uh... <laughs> I'm not taking the episode out for dinner. It's fine. Oh, very good, very good, very good, good, good. Um,
0: but yeah, we're definitely going. Sorry.
1: What, I was going to say, what did you think of it? I
0: think it was better in almost every way.
1: Okay, yeah, so the animation definitely was cleaner, I, I as you'd expect.
0: Again, no, I think it goes back to the sort of, if you watched old school Danger Mouse, it, it will it will warp your perspective, because old school Danger Mouse was something I'd used to watch when going to bed, which means I didn't take a lot of it on board, it was just background noise. I feel you. So it's, it's one of those weird things. Like, it, it was on, on the t- same time slot as Gadget Boy. Gadget Boy? Is that what it was called? It was, it was uh, on,
1: Inspector Gadget. Yeah, it
0: was a weird one where Inspector Gadget was a kid for some reason.
1: Reason. oh okay so there was gadget boy uh i think gadget boy and heather yeah 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 he's so much stronger than the rest because his gadgets work the best I haven't got a clue
0: what, and I, I just remember it was on it was back to back I used to I used to cheekily stay up till 10 o'clock at night as well because Cartoon Network used to air a show called Space Ghost Coast to Coast and that, I should not have been watching that <laughs> uh, but yeah, back when Cartoon Network had like a fucking watershed mark and
1: it's like this isn't this isn't adult but kids probably shouldn't watch it I think it was before they brought out Adult Swim and when Adult Swim was actually for adults very
0: potentially but like oh I'd love to watch some Space Ghost episodes I remember the there's only one episode I remember clearly and that's the one with Mark Hamill on it well now okay yeah it was it was good shit. It was good shit. It was it was it was such a good concept. It was just an interview show, but with a cartoon host. Yeah, absolutely. But obviously, this was the nineties. I think it would have been the nineties. Yeah, definitely. So the technology to you know have a human character interact with a cartoon character was probably a bit fucky at best.
1: I mean, it was um, around the time of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was I think it was the first combined fully animated slash live action uh, movie. But here's like you had you had things that appearing in one form or the other before like song of the south but uh...
0: but here's where the problem lies rick in that what you just described was a movie Mm, mm. and back in this time frame tv shows were seen as lesser than movies and therefore did not get the budget they do nowadays oh
1: absolutely well, even now, it's pretty much the same ratio. It's just that the the movie budget is so ridiculously colossal and the TV show budget is comparatively... It might be the same ratio, but still, like, multi-millions.
0: Well, here's here's the thing as well, is that Disney+, Plus, with that being released, they've decided to get in the TV show game to keep people subscribing, basically, which means we've already seen it with WandaVision and we're probably going to see it with Falcon and Winter Soldier in that production values are through the fucking roof nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Like, fuck, even Netflix Marvel stuff was great. Great. It, it felt like watching hour-long films as opposed to 10 episodes.
1: I've watched a grand total of one Netflix Marvel episode and it was the first Daredevil episode.
0: That is a shame. Daredevil was definitely the strongest Netflix Marvel thing they did and my days... When I heard when I heard the rumour and then I got soft confirmation of the guy who played Daredevil appearing in Spider-Man 3, I, f- I was literally like, good, that motherfucker... Earned it. Mm-hmm. That mo- I can't see anyone else as Daredevil right now. Fuck off, Matt. I don't care about fourteen. <laughs> I- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was mean. He doesn't listen to this shit. It doesn't matter. We're good.
1: <laughs> I-, I legitimately thought you were talking about Matt Murder. <laughs> Uh, I don't think he can play video games uh... okay so uh, okay tying that together I actually saw a um, a video article that someone made about how they can play 14 while visually impaired that's pretty cool go on by all the sound di- I think it, they called it didactic si- sound cues like and they brought out one of the uh, earlier dungeons as a as an example uh, using the snow and how the footprints sound whether you're running walking or landing on the snow okay as to uh, what's happening that's
0: pretty- pretty interesting, but I can't imagine that's universal, even within the same game. Oh, absolutely not. But they also
1: brought out a bunch of other things, like how certain sound effects always play when certain things happen. So, like, your, um, your casters always make the same sound, and your healers always make the same sound. Like, that's all well and good, but then how does that help you avoid AoEs? Uh, it
0: don't.
1: There's the fundamental problem. You're still gonna get fucked. You, uh, you know when you're being targeted, but I think the stack marker is the, uh, the actual end of that. But, but,
0: you used ARR as an example, and there are no stack markers in ARR.
1: No, I think that's uh, at the very earl- at the very earliest, it's the very end of Heaven's Ward Road to uh, Road to Stormblood. I,
0: I I don't remember seeing a stack marker until Stormblood because people yelled at me for it. Uh, I've got to tell this story Because I've, I've not told it on the podcast But I've told it to everyone who fucking listen Alright I play 14 Rick plays 14 I got to Stormblood I got to the level I want to say it was Doman Castle in fact it, It's a pretty late Stormblood story dungeon And I got yelled at Because I wasn't standing in the stacks They say stack, stack, stack And I'm like I don't understand Because until that point The only time I'd heard the word stack Was when playing fucking MOBAs And you're building your stacks on your items And it's just like I don't, I don't know what that means guys And then I got ridiculed And it's like Cool
1: This is this is why I New players hate MMOs. Yeah, absolutely. Similarly, I was introduced to the word during a um, a class quest, and the idea was you had to stack with the NPC, and... The guide said, stack with the NPC, and I'm like, cool, what the hell does this mean? So I tried the mission another couple of times, still didn't know what it meant. So I watched a goddamn video guide and saw standing in this prospective AoE completely counterintuitively, I'm like, oh!
0: Yeah, because up until that point, every time there's a marker on someone or a marker on the ground, it's stay the fuck away from that, that's Murder Zone.
1: Yeah, get out of the kiddie pool, don't paddle. Mm.
0: Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think that's enough bitching about fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might we're, we'll we'll hopefully do more of these um, retrospective comparisons of things that have had reboots uh, down the line, probably as bonus episodes as opposed to mainline episodes. But you know, I think
1: uh, extra credit is exactly where this kind of thing. Belongs unless it becomes so popular that uh, we kind of have to keep doing it all the time. <laughs> uh,
0: th- that go- that goes without saying. If anything blows up, guess what? That's a new formula for the podcast. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, as much as we're doing this mostly for fun, as you can probably tell with our first four videos, like we've got less than ten views on most of them. Like, we're not. Yeah. we're not doing it with the purpose of exploiting this for cash but if we can we will yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and uh with with this one both episodes were available on the british flicks of the net um so if you can't see them on your version locally then perhaps uh, employ a vpn no no employ a vpn for your legitimate version of your own flicks of the net
0: or your half idly d yeah well, we're not yeah. condoning that i'm that mm, don't worry about it pretend i didn't say anything I just like pirates, <laughs> that's why I said that. Yeah,
1: uh, topical, because Danger Mouse is kind of half-dressed as one.
0: <laughs> look, if you looked at Danger Mouse's design, if he wasn't all white, he has a very venomous look.
1: Yeah, he does, yeah. Like, if he wasn't smiling, you'd think he was the baddie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Anyway, that seems like a pretty natural stopping point to me. Uh, right, um, all that's left to say really is goodbye, guys. We do enjoy hosting you for our nonsense
1: reviews. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see you again...